Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of IBD Heal, a podcast brought to you by High Carb Health. I'm your host Shakul and today we're going to be profiling an incredible story of Jacob who has been able to heal from IBD. Now Jacob suffered for 10 years and went through years of flare-ups, even tried Intivio and Remicade and they didn't work. So we are here to share with you how he was able to heal from ulcerative colitis. Today's interview is going to be taken by Shamiz, and this was one of the most incredible stories to health. We really can't explain, so it's best you listen to the testimonial from, from Jake on how he battled through years of flare-ups and medications to be where he is now, free of disease, and how he has been able to have a life after colitis. We're so proud of how far he's been able to come and how far he will go. If you're done being sick, take inspiration from a young man that never gave up and realize what true health is. Enjoy the podcast, everyone. Yeah, uh, easy. Healing is possible. Whoever's watching this video right now, you can heal yourself and you can do it with the right support. Um, it'll likely be a little harder than you uh, expect, but it is possible. And that um, also, anyone watching this video, if you believe anything, it's that you're stronger than you think you are and you're more powerful than you expect. Um, and that, that goes for your body, your mind, how much you can influence others, how much you can influence the world around you. Uh, you you're way more powerful than you think. And uh, that can come out. You can, you can share that with yourself and the people in your circle. It's, uh, it is possible and high carb health saved my colon and my life. You changed my life, man. I'll never stop thanking you for it. I was watching YouTube videos uh, and then eventually stumbled across uh, high carb health when I was searching something along the lines of, I need to find a person who has UC <laughs> and cured it themselves naturally. Something along the lines of that. And uh, I saw you pop up and uh, dove into your videos and I loved, I loved that you were so chill, you were so genuine and authentic, but also you backed it all up with research and that clicked for me. I was, I need to look at the website, see if I can call them or email them or something um, because uh, here was a guy who did it and uh, I could do it too. There's no reason why I can't. Well, first off, uh, the word free, uh, trip my mind because I'm kind of a cheapskate, especially when it comes to big decisions like this. But um, I wanted to work with somebody who I could uh, get some info from uh, without having to give them any money or any personal information because, you know, there's lots of there's lots of uh, scams out there and people who just want to take your money. Um, and after meeting you, I could totally tell we just we clicked. Uh, it was exactly what I was looking for. Uh, somebody who was genuine, had my condition and healed themselves and also dives into the research, that just ticked all the boxes for me. And uh, I, I knew this would be something that uh, I would not regret. Um, I, I mean, I would have paid you any amount of money at that point, uh, seriously. Especially knowing what I know now, I go through it all again. And I just wish I would have found you sooner. I mean, the hardest lesson for me to learn was that I was my own problem, but also my own solution. Um, and with the guy, with the correct guidance, um, I could do anything. The cooking process was crazy because we would start with basically 
potatoes, carrots, and broccoli. Maybe not even bro- zucchini, even softer. Yeah. And I was like, okay, uh, all right, I'll steam these, and I guess that that'll work. But then I I figured out I can bake things, and I can uh, shred the potatoes to make potato pancakes, and you know, blend up a red pepper to to make a sauce. Like this stuff, I had never thought about. I was essentially rebuilding my body uh, from the inside out, which felt amazing because I was not in pain. Uh, my bowel movements were controlled. Uh, I got I got the you know my parents to smile when they saw me instead of kind of like look at me like they're scared. Um, and I got my freedom back, you know. Uh, so as I'm rebuilding my body, even now. Um, I'm able to push harder, run farther, uh, you know, lift higher. It's, it's kind of surreal and it almost feels like, uh, like a superhero movie. I don't even think about going to the bathroom now. Uh, it's not on my radar. And that was something I had thought about every day, every minute for 10 years is where's the bathroom? What's going to happen? And am I, am I going to have an accident? I did have an accident. Now I got to clean up and I got to worry about all this stuff. That's just silent now. Mm, mm. It's silent and it's it's replaced with what do I feel like doing? And then I can just go do that. Yeah. You know, get the routines down and be consistent with what I'm eating because uh, feeling this way is way better than anything tastes. Um, and that was that was a, a hard lesson for me to learn. Um, but I, I'm so glad you're eating so much fiber as well, which is something <laughs> that, you know, people are told not to eat. What do you say to that? Um, I say it's a bunch of BS. I mean, I eat over 3000 calories a day of pure, delicious fiber. Mm. Um, and it's, it's amazing. It's a bunch of, yeah, <laughs> I, I know how it feels. I've done my own research, yeah. and I've learned a lot about it. Um, I, I think fiber is the thing that will help you heal and rebuild. Yeah. Um, it fuels your microbiome, and it helps uh, give your body the building blocks it needs. <laughs> hey, guys. Welcome to another video. I am so excited to share this testimonial with you guys today because... Jake here has done an absolutely amazing job to get his life back um, and I can't even describe how amazing his journey has been and um, obviously this is what this testimonial is for and he's going to speak about it uh, with you guys. So let's, obviously we're going to break down uh, his journey, Um, so from when he was diagnosed to how much he struggled with uh, UC and, and medications and things that, that he was taking. Then we're going to obviously go through how he found us, why a plant-based diet, what is his, his life like now, and what advice would you give to others. So let's start off with you, Jake, and talk to us about what your life was like when you got diagnosed, um, how long you've had the disease for, and uh, just yeah, explain how much you struggled uh, over the years and uh, we'll obviously go f- the next steps after that yeah sounds good um it's been i mean like you said it's been a long journey man um i've had this for over 
10 years and it, it seems ridiculous every time I think about it uh, and just how crazy it's been. Um, back when, as far as I can remember, at least with this uh, condition, uh, it was back in high school where uh, I really remember things taking a turn. Um, and I was very active. I was in uh, multiple extracurriculars, running cross country, um, doing all kinds of stuff with the music department, marching band, drum line, jazz band, all this stuff. Uh, life was good having, you know, bonfires and going places, traveling with family, um, just kind of all over the place. A anything that a high school kid could want, really. Um, I, I was very grateful for all that. And yeah, then about junior year of high school, so this would have been 2010, uh, kind of like getting into the winter uh, time of it. I just remember things were not going good. Things were not feeling right. I was feeling off um, and definitely going to the bathroom uh, a lot more. And this was also a very stressful point in my life, which I think the connection could be made for sure. Um, I was a junior in high school, so that meant applying to colleges, figuring out what your life is going to look like. Uh, there's all kinds of, um, you know, relationship stuff going on, friendship stuff, family stuff. It's a, it's kind of a big transition period in, I think, anybody's life. Um, but I was managing that stress so poorly, <laughs> and I think I uh, imploded on myself quite a bit uh, because of all that. And um, I remember I was uh, at, um, I was at, uh, yeah, I was at my partner at the time's house, and the uh, her dad was a pharmacist, and I remember using the toilet in their house and seeing blood, and saying what is wrong with me, asking mm -hmm. for help, asking for advice, and uh, we were just talking about what this could possibly be, and long story short, go see a GI doctor, because this is not normal. Um, and so the GI said, yep, you've got ulcerative colitis. Uh, one, uh, one colonoscopy later, uh, he started prescribing some medications and all that, and then I was on the medication train real quick, and uh, yeah, I trusted completely. I was like, he's a doctor, he knows what he's doing, GI, he studied um, all these years to know all this, all these things about uh, the colon, and he's got to be able to fix it. It'll be fine. And, and I that's, never had. That, that's what we all we all kind of do, don't we? We believe and yeah. we trust. We we think that you know, yes, we we believe in the doctors, and we say, okay, well, these guys obviously know what they're doing, and they're going to help me. And that, that's exactly what yeah. I thought. And that's exactly what a lot of people would be thinking. Um, you know, getting diagnosed with the condition. So what was your kind of thought process during that time when you got diagnosed? I think you were about 17 years old. Yep. Um, yeah, I was 17. How did you feel when you got diagnosed with this condition? It was so weird. It was definitely came out of left field for me because I had never had any. I was an allergic to anything, never broken a bone, despite my kind of wild antics, I guess. <laughs> um, just it... it it was never expected and it totally leveled me because none of my friends had any issues like this, not that I knew of, um, and none of my family members had anything like this. So I was like the, uh, the odd duck out with this condition. And I remember being obviously very scared, 
but also pretty optimistic, like, all right, I got a doctor, medication will be fine, this will be no big deal. Um, I'll be over this soon, and it'll almost feel like I had, you know, chicken pox or something. <laughs> you know what's uh, funny? You know what's really funny is because that relates to my journey as well. Because I was also really fit, or fit. I thought I was doing everything right in my life. I was enjoying myself, and mm-hmm. it kind of just hit me, like it probably just hit you, and you're kind of like, "Whoa, what's what's going on here? I haven't had any right. issues. I've I haven't been on any medications for my whole life." Mm-hmm. And I'm suddenly hit with this thing, and that's what happened to me. And then I obviously went to the hospital, and and you yeah. might know my journey. Uh, for those watching, you know the doctor obviously said, "Yep, you're gonna have to be on medications for the rest of your life." And I was just like, "Whoa!" Taken back by that because I was like, "That do- so doesn't seem right. right," you know, something doesn't seem right. So, um, you know, it just jumps up on you, um, mm. and you're kind of like, "Whoa!" So. What was the, I guess, what, what did you do next in terms of carrying on with your life? Did you make any changes, obviously? And how were how were the symptoms before and what were you going through at the time with the medications? Yeah. Um, yeah, where do I start? I think I'll, I'll start with the medications because my journey progressed with medication the whole way. Um, so after I got diagnosed, I got put on sulfasalazine the little orange tablets, and I was on nine pills a day. So three pills every meal, and they're just a little bit smaller than um, a U.S. dime. Mm. Uh, so they were pretty big pills, and I remember carrying around this big old like canister of pills in my jacket. is pretty ridiculous. Um, and so I started on the pills, didn't change anything about my eating habits. I honestly don't remember even thinking about what I was eating much. Um, back then, because I was also a teenager going through college. Um, you know, I could eat whatever I wanted, whenever I wanted, and it never really affected me. So I didn't think about it much. Um, and the symptoms, I just, I just kind of dealt with them. There were some stomach pains and some, um, you know, loose stools, and I had more frequent trips than usual. But again, I thought, this is just a hump. I'll get over it. No big deal. Then stuff started to get really, really bad. Um, I was having to like stop moving for a little bit because any little movement would be painful or uncomfortable or trigger a bowel movement or something like that. And uh, that's when I got put on prednisone. Um, over the course of my my uh, my medical journey here, I was probably on prednisone on and off about eight times. And that's the whole like weaning process of four yeah, to right. eight weeks. Wow. Um, and so every time I had a flare up, uh, blood in the stool, anything like that, or every time I went to check in with my doctor, I'd say, it's still wrong. And he'd say, here's some more prednisone um, for the, the flare up. And obviously that didn't help. Um, and prednisone has those nasty side effects. So as things got even worse, um, then we tried budesonide. I was on that for about four years, which is, it's still a steroid, but instead of uh, the harsh effects of prednisone, uh, it was a little bit lighter on the side effects. Um, And it was only one pill a day, one to two pills a day, which I was thrilled about. I said, all right, if I have to take medicine for the rest of my life, this is fine. Um, It was still pretty ridiculous to hear as a teenager and a young adult that I'm going to be on medication forever. Mm. But again, I thought this was just going to be easy. Everyone else has issues. They take meds and they're fine. Uh, But then it didn't get better. 
it uh, throughout college and then after college, um, after I graduated, things kind of plummeted again. And that's when I really started hitting the research hard because this whole time I was just like, medication worked, it's fine. Um, and didn't really dive into it much until I started, you know, I was bedridden for a few days. I was throwing up. I was, I think I got food poisoning one time from a Taco Bell or something like that. And I was like, all right, enough of this. This is, this is not getting better. I need to do something. And all my research led to um, YouTube videos and books uh, talking about how the the diet I was eating is probably a pretty big culprit, um, along with all these other variables. But then I ran into uh, Dr. David Klein's book, Self-Healing Crohn's and Colitis, did a, a little bit of research in that, uh, and just kind of spiraled from there. I made the decision to go vegan almost overnight after reading that because it all just made sense to me. And uh, I knew that when I ate more fruits and vegetables, I felt better. So I figured I'd give it a try. However, my diet was so varied uh, and I was so used to eating all kinds of stuff uh, that I hit the vegan junk food pretty hard. All the, the fake meats, the fake cheeses, anything with oil in it uh, and lots of salt. Those are those were my uh, my kryptonite. Uh, but I didn't know any better. I didn't really uh, know how to cook a whole lot outside of spaghetti and simple soups and stuff. So, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, so things were really bad, and I went on Remicade, which was my biologic, uh, my first ever biologic medicine. For anybody who doesn't know, uh, you go in the hospital, and the medicine is in a bag that they have to drip in to your veins through an IV. Uh, Remicade took about three hours per dose, and sometimes I would get two doses, and that was uh, once a month at least. Uh, wow. But between uh, Remicade and my next uh, medication, Biologic was Antivio. Uh, I also had to get a couple blood transfusions because I was just losing so much blood. Iron infusions, yeah, I was down real bad. And then I just started getting weaker and weaker and weaker until I was just withering away, sitting there sick and pooping blood. Wow. And, th and this just shows you that, you know, even though you go vegan, um, right. ve vegan is an ethical standpoint. It's not a diet per se. And, right. you know, obviously you went vegan for ethical reasons because you didn't like what was going on with the, the whole animal's dying and stuff like that so obviously you made right. those conscious choices and you made those ethical choices to do that but obviously you know those foods are still not healthy for us and that's why you probably didn't see any kind of improvement because it was mm -hmm. just you know processed food to another processed food and you can't compare yep. junk to junk because they're both junk food obviously there's yep. one has less killing or one has no killing <laughs> and yeah. uh, you know be maybe better for the environment and that's probably what you saw and you go well that aligns with my values um so, okay, so you, you were going through all these infusions. You had to go to the hospital. I, I, you know, I chucked some photos up of yourself and when you sure. were struggling. Um, talk about the experience of, of being on these drugs. What was it like? And uh, did you find, did you face any side effects at all or anything like that? Yeah. Uh, so it was, it was obviously new. 
uh, I had been on them throughout uh, my college years and then post post uh, university time. Uh, so into the workforce, I had to go to the hospital once a month, uh, see my same nurses who were incredible, uh, a wonderful support system in uh, assuring me that this was going to be okay and that they were able to help kind of calm my nerves um, every time I went in. But uh, they would poke me. I would sit there, watch uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air or whatever was on TV. And um, it was it was weird. It, it got into it got to be a routine for mm, me mm. Uh, where it was not only a time, oh, I'm going to go back home and go to the hospital and see grandma and, you know, visit with friends and family and uh, get an infusion. But uh, it it was more of an inconvenience at that point. Uh, but after a while, I developed some scar tissue in my veins that they kept hitting. Uh, even though we went around to different veins, uh, some scar tissue was building up and it made every other poke like that much more painful. Um, and I was I was so fed up with it. The, the bills alone uh, should have made me look to something else. But how much how much did it cost you to obviously you had insurance, um, luckily, yeah. Um, Thankfully, but how much insurance did you... paid for it, but um, if I didn't have any insurance or anything running through a system, um, face value, a couple of those biologics were upwards of $40,000 a dose. Um, and Oof. even with insurance, I was still paying thousands of dollars for this every month. That's uh, ridiculous. And so were you seeing any kind of improvements uh, in terms of your, your symptoms at all? I, I would see some, but I think they would only last about two weeks. Um, and then I would either spiral into something else, um, like a flare-up or, or get sick or something like that. Um, but it, it really didn't last long. And I, I started noticing a change when I was on Intivio after four years. <laughs> I, uh, I finally noticed, I was like, I don't feel any different now than I did you know, two years ago, when, and nothing had changed except this drug. So I was like, well, this isn't working either. The next step um, would be a, a different biologic or surgery. And surgery was on the table since day one. When I got diagnosed, the doc said, this is awful. We can cut this out and you can poop in a bag um, and you'll be fine. You know, you don't have to change anything. But uh, I refused it every time. I said, there's got to be a better way. I don't want to do that, especially as a 17-year-old. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, all right. So, what, what, was, what were the next steps? You were kind of sick of doing this. Um, nothing was really helping you from a medical standpoint. Uh, what, what, what did you do next? Uh, I decided I'm going to take charge and... Uh, Put this all in my own hands and that meant diving into books like David Klein um, lots of research on the internet um, and also researching more about food and nutrition and how it can benefit your body I mean logically it makes sense if you give your body the, the stuff it needs it'll work properly just like any other machine um, and so I started working with some nutritionists um, both online and in person and started getting guidance when I uh, would go to the grocery store, they would literally help me pick out this, not that, uh, into my cart, uh, which was super helpful. Um, but again, it was just, it was just kind of getting me to the next step. So it was good, but I was still, um, I still didn't really know 
how to make everything work harmoniously. Um, so I was watching YouTube videos uh, and then eventually stumbled across uh, High Carb Health when I was searching something along the lines of, I need to find a person who has UC <laughs> and cured it themselves naturally. Something along the lines of that. And uh, I saw you pop up and uh, dove into your videos. And I loved, I loved that you were so chill, you were so genuine and authentic, but also you backed it all up with research. And that clicked for me. I was, I need to look at the website, see if I can call them or email them or something. Uh, because uh, here was a guy who did it. And uh, I could do it too. There's no reason why I can't. Absolutely, and, uh, yeah. absolutely, and th and that's when we obviously had the free consultation because you know yep. I, the reason why I do the free consultation is so I can get to know you, you know, and and right. for you to get to know me and be like, hey, you know, who is this guy? What is he about? And I think from from that point, like we just we got on pretty well, you know, and mm -hmm. I think the rest is history. But you know, yeah. <laughs> I think I think that. Uh, that initial consultation was what really uh, gave you some hope, wasn't it? And obviously the, the testimonials and, uh, you know, watching those testimonials and, and here we are now. But, <laughs> you know, yeah. wh what was it that you kind of clicked or what, what was it that you wanted to join and, uh, you know, help yourself? Absolutely. I Well, first off, uh, the word free uh, – trip my mind because I'm kind of a cheapskate, especially when it comes to big decisions like this. But um, I wanted to work with somebody who I could uh, get some info from uh, without having to give them any money or any personal information because, you know, there's lots of, there's lots of uh, scams out there and people who just want to take your money. Um, and after meeting you, I could totally tell we just, we clicked. Uh, it was exactly what I was looking for. Uh, somebody who is genuine, had my condition and healed themselves and also dives into the research, that just ticked all the boxes for me. And uh, I, I knew this would be something that uh, I would not regret. Um, I, I mean, I would have paid you any amount of money at that point, uh, seriously. Especially knowing what I know now, I go through it all again. And I just wish I would have found you sooner. Yeah, man. I think that's what everyone basically does say, don't they? Um, yeah. and, and same with me, you know, if I found this, this lifestyle sooner, I would have been so much better off. But I guess everything happens at the right time and place. And we just have to accept that it's better late than never, you know. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, you make a good point about there's so much misinformation out there. And who do you trust these days, right? Who do you trust? Mm -hmm. who, who comes across as someone that is willing to help right. and support? And I think that's what you found in me. And and for me, I want to work with someone that knows what they're doing, right? And has done a little bit of research and, and gone, okay, what I was doing previously in my life was not working. And, right. you know, you can't heal in the same environment you got sick in. So there's, there needs to be a change. And I think you were looking for that change. And I was ready to give you that change and give you direction. And yeah. uh, I think it was probably, you know, it was, a, it was an amazing journey for me and you because we honestly learned a lot about each other and obviously you learned a lot about yourself <laughs> and I think let's talk about uh, you know how the program was what was the food situation like for you um, how did you find um, 
you know, what were the challenges that you faced, I guess, when you were going through this journey? And, and let's, let's kind of talk about that aspect and, and how you got on. Sure. Uh, well, when I, when I went to, when I switched over to a plant-based diet originally, um, I was with uh, a group that was kind of helping me along my, my dietary needs and my daily recipes and things like that, um, called the IBD aid diet, um, which is wonderful and it plant-based, but, uh, for my condition, for my insides, it was not working for me. Um, lots of different textures, um, and nutrients that just were not able to be absorbed by my colon at the time. Um, and that was hard. So we, we started off and I, I got hooked up on chronometer, which is something I had never done before. I'd never really tracked um, my daily activities that intensely before. But that's exactly what I needed. I needed that accountability, uh, something that I can see progress every day and my mom can see progress. <laughs> Um, but it was, it was absolutely extraordinary. It was exactly what I needed. I need someone to figuratively slap me in the back of the head and say, this is what you need to do to heal because I'm here to help you and I've done it. Um, and it was crazy. So, uh, every day I would mark down what I'm eating and every week I would meet with Shamiz and, uh, yeah, we would talk about what I've been eating, how I've been feeling, uh, why I've been feeling that way, um, and then kind of make steps for next week, little tweaks here and there. Uh, but there was a good chunk of it where it was just repetition. And uh, that was the hardest thing for me, coming from a very varied, very varied diet um, of lots of different great plant-based foods, but uh it was too much. My col I was beating my colon to death, literally. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that, that's right. That was a that was a hard part. Yeah, I think I think one of the things that I uh, remember is when we first kind of started speaking. Um, the smoothie that you were eating previously um, had probably around six to seven <laughs> ingredients inside of it and i was like whoa, yeah. whoa whoa hold up hold up you know you don't need to put so much stuff in your smoothie and i'm and i'm sure some people out there might be doing the same thing as you where you were putting your omega seeds your flax seeds and um right. you know having the bananas the blueberries the mangoes whatever but you were also adding peanut butter you were having mm -hmm. you know all sorts of different uh, fats in there thinking you needed that um, to gain weight because I think weight right. loss was one of your concerns, wasn't it? Because yep. you, you had, you know, already started to lose a, a lot of weight. And I think mm -hmm. that was concerning for not only yourself, but your family too. And I think we'll talk about that a little bit later, but for sure, you know, when you, when you start to heal your gut, you don't want to think that, Oh, I'm just going to put everything inside of it and let my body digest it because it physically mm -hmm. probably won't be able to digest it because it's inflamed. And yep. when it's inflamed, you want to try and minimize the amount of food that you put inside of yourselves cause, so that your body can optimize the digestion so that, you know, one particular food can get digested nice and easily. And, and that's why I think initially you found it quite challenging because the, mm -hmm. the same food over and over again. Um, but what, what that meant was that your gut was able to heal itself because it had the right, right. conditions to do so. Whereas previously you were kind of chucking in all sorts of different fibers um, and, and your gut wasn't sort of working as well as it should. Uh, and so that tweak that we made 
to consistently eat the same food over and over again, which would be, you know, fruit, fruit and mm -hmm. have a cooked meal. And sometimes we'd mix it up. I think, you know, when I work with a lot of people, I individualize people's cases, obviously. So your mm -hmm. case would be a little bit different to the next person. And that person would be a little bit different to this person. Um, but overall, the, the idea is that, you know, simplify until your gut gets better, then reintroduce a whole new type of fiber and different fibers so that the body can then adjust and the microbiome can also adjust um, with all these different fibers. So definitely, I think it is a challenge for anyone that is coming from a very varied diet to eating simple foods. But I tell you, if you if you had like you said if you'd gone back you would have done it all again because you know mm -hmm. that what you were doing was make was making sense and it was working and talk talk mm -hmm. about how you started to see the differences in your bowel movements specifically the bowel movements at night yes. and how the body started to heal talk about that yeah for sure uh, like you said I was putting all this all this great stuff in a blender and saying why isn't this working this is exactly what I you know researched would work. Uh, but it really wasn't. I just needed. I needed to adjust my combinations. Um, and so as things got more simpler, uh, a lot easier to manage, uh, a lot easier to cook, um, and just uh, the repetition. I think then became a mental game. Um, and so at nighttime, when I was starting out uh, with high carb health, I I was probably going to the toilet uh, four four to five times a night and that's you know that's not good enough sleep for your body to heal and rebuild and I knew that um, and my my habits at the time especially for dealing with uh, my mental health and stress um, just were not contributing to that so I was going to the toilet I don't know 10 to 12 times a day all loose no formed uh, feeling groggy feeling weak and then I would go to bed at night thinking I can finally rest, but really it just keeps going. Um, and it wasn't until we made the switch to being more simple um, and repetitive where I started to see the bowel movements decrease. Um, and we got it down to, uh, I think in the middle of it, I was still going like four times a day, four or five times a day, but only once at night, which was revolutionary to me uh, at the time because I had been getting up in the middle of the night for the last 10 years, at least a couple times. That's ridiculous. Uh, I couldn't have yeah. believed that that's what, you, that's what you considered normal. You know, that was like, oh, that's, that's what I've it been was. doing for, for such a long time. It's, it's not too much of an issue, but I'm like, hey, hang right. on a second. That's, that's not how you should live your life. And also, right. just, to, just to make a point there, that you were digesting foods and, and what was coming out was very pasty and liquidy. It wasn't necessarily a foreign bowel movement. And I think... As you started to simplify, this started to change. And I think that's when we talked about how when your bowels are starting to form, the bowel movements at night will start to get less. And that kind of encouraged you to keep going, didn't it? And the blood. The blood was a, a key factor in this as well because it kind of slowly went away. Yes. Yeah, once the blood went, I, I saw my first kind of marker of progress uh, and that I'd never seen with uh, medication. Uh, the blood was always there, even if it was a drop or two, uh, I counted it cause I shouldn't be bleeding. <laughs> um, but yeah, once that went away, I knew I was on the right track and with the right person here. Mm. Um, 
And talk about the weight loss too, because that was a bit of a concern for not only yourself, but your family. Whew, yeah, the weight loss, I say, was the hardest, uh, the hardest part for me and everybody in, in my immediate circle. Um, uh, I mean, I've never been like a, a huge buff dude uh, in my whole life. So I didn't really have a whole lot of weight to lose uh, in my in my experience. Um, and when I when I said switch to the simple foods, uh, like two smoothies a day, some steamed veggies at night, my weight plummeted. I, I think I started somewhere around um, 145, 150, and I plummeted over the course of a, a, a few weeks to down to 111, which was the the lowest, I believe. And that got scary, uh, not just for me, but for my parents, uh, for my partner, my siblings and my grandparents. Everyone was pretty much freaking out um, and thinking I was withering away to nothing. But the thing that kept everybody going, uh, especially myself trying to convince them that I'm fine, uh, is my energy level never reduced um, to the point uh, where well, I mean, it, my energy level was always great, um, except when I was extremely fatigued before I had lost all the weight. And so I lost all this weight, which also made muscle mass decrease as well. Um, so it was in that regard, but my mental state was still good. Um, and my energy level was fine. I was starting to become my myself again as I was putting the pounds back on, even if it was one pound a week or one pound every couple weeks. Um, but the weight loss was tough. Uh, I think that was the scariest part for most people. Um, uh, a lot of my supporters were, uh, they never stopped supporting me, but they were always very concerned and they had reason to be, um, cause I was the skinniest I've ever been. And it looked like I was just going to dissolve. Hello. It's been a while since I've given a formal update on, uh, on my situation, I figured why why not do it now uh, while I'm in the middle of my my biggest transition yet. I uh, I've been going through a lot of changes, as you could probably see with after the now you can really see um, how my weight has changed, um, but actually for the better. <laughs> um, I'm uh, I'm now working with high carb health and um, restructuring my everything about my life, but in the best way. It, uh, it truly has taken uh, every ounce of my energy and strength to, um, to get through this and to conquer this, but I believe that I'm actually healing because things are improving. I can see results every day in the toilet, <laughs> but... Uh, until I can see, oh, maybe, there we go. Until I can see results on the outside, I will be satisfied immensely with the results on the inside because it's, it's absolutely incredible. It's incredible how I'm feeling, my energy levels, how I'm sleeping. Um, it's, it's absolutely incredible and I can't wait to look back on this video and and not only be proud of myself for like sticking with it, because it's hard and uh, I hate looking like this, but 
I love feeling like this and I know it will get better. Uh, but I'm basically documenting what I'm going through now because one day I'm gonna look back at this and I know you're watching it right now. I can see you watching it right now. And you're smiling like a big goof because you used to look this way. And, uh, and now, now you're healthy and you're, you're beating people on the track and you're climbing, climbing higher and faster and stronger than, than uh, you, ever, you ever thought you could before. So uh, this is for you, future self. For you, my family, for you, Allie, and everybody who's been on this journey with me, um, thank you for, for your support, especially when things are bad and uh, things get hard. But uh, I'm looking up. There is a bright side, and uh, I can't wait. Um, I can't wait until you watching this video are looking back and... Uh, just, just happy and whole and strong. I bet you're freaking ripped. Freaking. <laughs> uh, good job. I'm proud of you. We'll see you soon. Um, I had never looked like that, and I hated feeling like that. Absolutely. All eyes on me. Yeah. Just like, are you going to die? <laughs> Uh, yeah so I mean it is scary and that's why I think it was interesting because we had a chat to your parents as well and I talked to your parents and yeah. said look you know this is how the body heals and this is um, why weight loss happens and I think right. they started to understand a little bit I guess uh, and it mm -hmm. was hard to kind of convince your parents uh, obviously but you know I told them just hang in there support him as much as you can and he mm -hmm. will bounce back he will come through this and I already knew that your body was going to come back because your symptoms had improved so significantly at that time right. that you weren't going to the bathroom so so many times and mm -hmm. you know your calories were up you're getting uh, nutrition but it was your body that was trying to heal and that was why uh, these things were happening to you because like we talked about you know like I'm eating the same food as you why right. is my body not going through this, you know, detox or weight loss or anything like that. It once did, obviously, eight years ago. But why is this happening to you? And I think explaining that to you helped, and that really kind of pushed you um, to keep going. And as we see now, you know, it, you had to go through that to be where you are today. And it was just, um, you know, now that your parents obviously uh, understand what you're going through and, and see you now, you can look back and you can reflect and be like, ah, okay, you know, that's why it happened and that's why you went through that weight loss. So it is a concern, but it's not a concern because you know that your body is actually working really well because, you know, my body now is, you know, back up to a healthy weight and I don't um, need to go through that detox or healing journey because my body's already done that and, you know, I eat the same food as, you know, everyone that is doing uh, the healing uh, diet and it doesn't affect me because my body is in a good shape and it digests food really nicely and I think that's where you start to see the differences in your bowels your formation started to happen a lot more bowel movements started to reduce um, mm -hmm. and you were away on your journey so I guess we've talked about the challenges now talk about the benefits talk about the good things that happened during this healing journey and how you basically found 
uh, this light at the end of the tunnel and that kept getting brighter and brighter and brighter. So talk about that. Oh, man. Oh, it gets me all giddy just thinking about it. Uh, I mean, the hardest lesson for me to learn was that I was my own problem, but also my own solution. Um, and with the guy, with the correct guidance, um, I could do anything. And even though I did lose all that weight, I also lost all the toxins in my body that I had been building up this whole time. Uh, so that when it was time to heal and to rebuild, I was, I was essentially rebuilding my body uh, from the inside out, which felt amazing because I was not in pain. Uh, my bowel movements were controlled. Uh, I got... I got the, you know, my parents to smile when they saw me instead of kind of like, look at me like they're scared. Um, and I got my freedom back, you know. Uh, so as I'm rebuilding my body, even now, um, I'm able to push harder, run farther, uh, you know, lift higher. It's it's kind of surreal. And it almost feels like... Uh, like a superhero movie, kind of like coming into my strength. Um, it, it really is real how, how much stronger I am even before um, all this happened. I think my, my heaviest, most strongest self was about 170 pounds of mostly muscle. Um, and I thought I was bad. I thought that was, that was really cool. Yeah. And I thought I looked great and was stronger and stronger than I've ever been but now even though I'm I'm less than that working back up to it I feel like I could outdo my my prior self even now um and I I don't even think about going to the bathroom now I it's not on my radar and that was something I had thought about every day every minute for 10 years is where's the bathroom what's going to happen and am I, am I going to have an accident I did have an accident. Now I got to clean up and I got to worry about all this stuff. That's just silent now. Mm, mm. It's silent and it's it's replaced with what do I feel like doing? And then I can just go do that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's That's amazing. the luxury, isn't it, that you have and that we all should have um, yeah. because we shouldn't be in disease. We shouldn't have all these problems. And I think, right. you know, just putting the right fuel inside of you, you've seen the change in your body and now your body is able to function at its best and that's why you are noticing this beautiful new life that should have been your life all along but right. unfortunately you know we are not told to do these things because of education it's all about education and that's why your testimonial your story is going to be so influential for other people to do the same and and really rebuild and recoup because this is the I think the best way to do it is the most natural way to heal the body mm -hmm. to go through this process. And I think one of the other big things that happened to you uh, in your in your healing journey was the urgency. I think that started to yeah. get less and less and less. And that's when you started to be like, hang on a second, I actually don't need to go to the bathroom, you know? Right. And, and just being able to hold the stool in, how, how was that feeling as well when you were going several times a day? before you even started with us and before when you had that condition, how, how did it feel to kind of have that control? Oh, monumental, monumental. I was a slave to the toilet and to mm. my, my bowels. Um, any, anytime I felt any sort of urgency, um, even if it was a little bit, 
uh, I would run. I'd bolt, stop what I'm doing, go, because uh, you have to go. Otherwise, you're going in your pants, which mm. happened uh, a lot of times. And um, the once I got the urgency under control, I, I remember celebrating with my mom. And I was like, I'm holding it. Like, I can hold it now. Um, it feels great. Uh, a little uncomfortable, but it was a it was a win for me that I was in control a little bit now. And over time, I was in more and more control. And uh, now, now I'm totally in control. I decide when I want to go to the bathroom. Um, you know, my <laughs> my my meetings can wait. My activities can wait for me. Um, and when I'm ready, and that's it's, it's incredible. It's powerful because this it is, is this is powerful. this is a disease that uh, you know incontinence is something that happens to every single person. I've been through it, you've been through it, many others have probably been through it, you know, where we just can't hold in our, butt, uh, our stool. And I've shat my pants many times when I was going through my right. healing journey and, and even before I found this lifestyle, I did shit my pants. Uh, but, yep. you know, we don't have to do that anymore. And it's just, it's amazing to have that, that beautiful feeling of, oh, yep, I can go whenever I need to go and I can hold it. So as you were going through the healing journey, um, while the diet was quite restrictive, you found lots of different ways of cooking the same food, didn't you? And I think that was really key because when you would pass it through me and say, is this okay? Then I'd say, yeah, go for it. And then, you know, that's how we would adapt new foods into this post-healing phase that you went through as well. But yeah, talk about how you, you got so inventive in the kitchen and how this was a new learning opportunity for you to actually cook. Yeah. Oh, the, the cooking process was crazy because we would start with basically potatoes, carrots, and broccoli. Maybe not even zucchini, even softer. Yeah. And I was like, okay, uh, all right, I'll steam these. And I guess that, that'll work. But then I, I figured out I can bake things and I can uh, shred the potatoes to make potato pancakes and, you know, blend up a red pepper to, to make a sauce. Like this stuff I had never thought about. And I'd gotten so creative with the, the foods that I was eating because I, I, I had to and I was used to this varied diet. So even though I had all the same simple ingredients, I just repackaged it um, onto my plate in a different way that made me feel great uh, mentally um, and like accomplished. And I, I can honestly say I'm a better chef uh, or a better cook um, because of this, because I had to get creative, uh, and I actually had a lot of fun doing that. Uh, and then every week, I would say, "Can we add this yet? Or what about this? Uh, what about leeks or onions or garlic?" Uh, and Shamiz would say, "Like yes, but not yet. So try this first, or do it a little bit here." Um, and then every time he would he would say, "All right, let's include a little bit of onion or a little bit of garlic um, or whatever." That was a huge win for me. I remember celebrating with whoever I was around. Um, just like, I get to eat garlic again. Yeah. Uh, and like, it was these little wins. And I don't take any of it for granted now. Um, it's in every, everything I eat, I appreciate a lot more. Absolutely. Because I remember the time where it was literally harmful for me to eat that. Um, and I remember feeling... Like, oh, everything's taken away from me and not focusing on the amazing things I could eat. And uh, now every meal is a celebration. Absolutely, man. And, and how much has it opened up your 
I guess, dictionary and, and just the amount of different foods that you can eat now as well that you've never been able to eat before. Uh, and that's, you know, it's amazing when you can get to that point where you, you know, have gone through the hard yards and slowly, slowly reintroduce new foods for your microbiome and so many other aspects to that, so many different fibers and so much other nutrition that comes from those kind of foods as well. So I think, like you said, as we kind of, as I, as I spoke to you every week, we started to incorporate different foods here and there and we'll take it slow, come back, take it slow. You know, this is the post-healing phase that we talk about and it's very important to get things right and not to rush into things. And that's what I kept telling you is that, look, we don't want to do things too fast because then it can set off a chain of events that you don't want to happen. And because mm-hmm. you understood that and because you started to really, you, you just, honestly, you just nailed it, man. You did everything you were told. You did everything that, you know, you were supposed to because if you if you had gone and done something differently, your body would have probably changed. And that's why mm-hmm. I think, you know, people that are listening to this, Jake honestly just did everything he was told and it was so great because he because he did that, he started to see the results and he wouldn't get annoyed and frustrated at what he was doing because he was seeing those results. And slowly, you know, I kept telling him, I kept reassuring that things are going to come, different new foods are going to come. And I think one of the main things that you sort of started to like is the smoothies in the morning. I remember yes. you didn't like them at the start and then you started to grow into them and, you know, that was that was awesome. So the post-healing phase is really important and, uh, you know, we did that really well with you. Yeah, I'd definitely like to add that while I, I did my absolute best, I was not perfect. Uh, and there were there were lots of slip ups here and there, but my weekly meetings with Shamiz uh, just they they kept me on track. They nudged me back, um, but it was not without my share of uh, anger and sadness and frustration and all that uh, the things that happened behind the scenes. But another cool thing that I think was uh, very significant in my healing process was getting my mental health in check. Um, and you were there to help through that as well. Um, I had my own support system that I was working with, but you were a key component in reassuring me that um, it would like it's gonna get better. I promise. Just like keep pushing, uh, even even when it was rough, uh, when I was losing weight. You know, like it's gonna be okay. I was there. It's gonna be fine. But uh, we would chat about mental mental health and stress management quite a bit. Uh, and that was really helpful for me to even just get something out and talk to someone. Uh, you were always making yourself available, which is exactly what I needed at the time. Um, and that was a huge component in my healing, was getting my mental health right. I think it's underestimated, isn't it? And we, we really don't give that aspect to our lives or our lifestyle uh, significance. And I think it's, right. you know, as males, as men, you know, we don't like to talk about these issues that we have and I think this needs to be brought up because honestly it can really make or break your healing journey and if you are not mentally prepared to do this and if you're not mentally um, able to be strong you know you you are going to suffer and however 
clean your diet is, if your mental aspect is not, you know, taken care of, you will not see the results that you're looking for. And I think you've done a, right. you've done an amazing, you did an amazing job to really think Thanks. about so many, uh, or your awareness, man, your awareness of what you were mm -hmm. doing in your own life was really key. And I think this cannot be explained uh, in terms of yeah. how we connected and how we did um, the mental work. And I guess that's where, because we clicked so well, it was very easy for me to really talk about the mental aspect on how I went through what I went through. And then how do we take it above that? And, and where right. do we go next in terms of, you know, our beliefs and our values and all that kind of stuff. So I think you start to, started to understand where I was coming from and you started to apply it to your own life. And that's where the success is coming in your life now because you're not so worried about things anymore. The anxiety has just dropped off like crazy. And mm -hmm. while obviously, yes, you say, you know, you're not 100% perfect, but your life has changed so significantly that that component in your life has a major role to play. I think even more than the diet itself, to be honest. And yep. uh, you know, it's been it's been amazing to bounce off you and you bounce off me. And like we talked about, how everyone is a mirror. Um, yeah. And and yeah, it's been it's been amazing to to talk about that stuff with you because it is a, a massive part to play. It has a massive part to play. Um. Another really cool thing that I've learned along this journey that has helped me incredibly is thinking about food as a tool instead of um, uh, a source of uh, pleasure. In, uh, yeah, pleasure, a source of pleasure. Um, I find a lot of joy in cooking and in eating and just like gathering around food. Um, that is a great source of joy for me. But the, the pleasure of taste lasts seconds uh, compared to the impact of what you just ate. And thinking about food as a tool uh, has really helped me, um, you know, get the routines down and be consistent with what I'm eating because uh, feeling this way is way better than anything tastes. Um, and that was, that was a, a hard lesson for me to learn. Um, but I, I'm so glad that you're I, here. I think you're that. here now, and you're experiencing how it feels to, you know, right. eat the best food you can. You're fueling yourself with the right foods. That's why you're feeling so good. Obviously, if you didn't fuel yourself with the right foods, you wouldn't feel good. You know, so right. you, you have to eat healthy to be healthy. You can't eat shit food and expect your body to be healthy. Right. You know, and I think once you understand that, and once you understand that amazing experience of being so healthy feels you know the food automatically tastes amazing on top of it that. does yeah <laughs> it it still and, tastes great and no one can no one can experience you no one can tell you that you have to experience right. it yourself and that's yeah. why it's so important that this feeling outweighs the taste but then the taste comes back <laughs> right it's it's like trusting the unknown <laughs> You know, you telling me when I'm uh, down to my lowest weight, like, you'll be fine, you'll bounce back, just give it time. I was really didn't want to trust you. I wanted to say, nope, this isn't working. I got to do something else. Uh, but I did. And same with the food. Like, all right, it's simple now, but it'll get more varied later and it'll still be awesome. Uh, and it really was about trusting the unknown. Uh, with that, because my dinners and my smoothies are incredible. I could eat this stuff or I will eat this stuff for the rest of my life. 
because it's that awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'm learning a lot more about food and cooking in general. Um, speaking yeah. of, speaking of, what is your life like now? How do you feel? And just break it down for us, man. Break it down for us. Yes. Uh, so most nights, depending on how late I eat, it's zero bowel movements at night. The only thing that wakes me up is uh, the cat who seems to walk on my face. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I'm sleeping better. Uh, my mental health is way more in check. I'm just like at peace more often. Not all the time, but more often, recognizably. Um, and I'm working out every single day, uh, five days a week. Uh, I'm able to keep up with uh, other people doing various uh, strength and cardio activities and sometimes go farther uh, than I ever used to. Uh, it's amazing. I'm, I'm cooking. I still have my two smoothies a day, my breakfast and lunch smoothie uh, with some fruit fruit snacks, not fruit snacks, but fruit snacks, uh, some grapes and kiwis, stuff like that in between. And then I cook this feast every night. Uh, <laughs> my appetite has always been uh, up. My appetite and energy, I've always been able to eat a lot. Um, so I, I cook this massive feast of delicious healing, satiating foods. Um, and I love it. I don't care how long it takes me to eat. Uh, I, I will do that every day to feel this good. Absolutely. Uh, and you've introduced so many different foods. You know, you're basically on the whole grain, fruits, vegetables, whole grains, legumes, yep. nuts and seeds. And you have really oh, found yeah. a really amazing balance just like I have. And I guess, you know, mm -hmm. I've taught you how to incorporate these beautiful foods together uh, and, and be very consistent uh, with your food because consistency is definitely really key. Um, so it's pretty amazing that, you know, you can eat so many different varieties of food now, um, you know, that you would have never once imagined eating even when you had colitis back in the day. Um, and you know, well, you're eating so much fiber as well, which is something <laughs> that, you know, people are told not to eat. What do you say to that? Um, uh, I say it's a bunch of BS. I mean, I eat over 3,000 calories a day of pure delicious fiber mm. um, and it's it's amazing it's a bunch of yeah <laughs> I, I know how it feels I've done my own research yeah. and I've learned a lot about it um, I, I think fiber is the thing that will help you heal and rebuild yeah um, it fuels your microbiome and it helps uh, give your body the building blocks it needs absolutely absolutely so Let's um, let's just kind of finish up with um, why you decided to stay plant-based or why did you change initially as well and why are you continuing to eat this way for the rest of your life? What, what is it that makes you eat this way and uh, what do you see going forward in terms of, you know, how your life is going to end up or, you know, how do you see yourself in the next 10 years? Yeah, in the next 10 years, uh, I'm hoping to look like Superman and feel like <laughs> Superman because um, I feel pretty good now, but I know it's going to get better. Um, from Aside from obvious ethical reasons um, like sustainability uh, and you know, animal cruelty and all that, even if 
even if that's not on the table for anybody watching this, just doing it for your health. Uh, if you look into the science and the research behind it, physiologically, this is what our body needs. Um, and the easiest way to get it is through the plant-based diet that I'm eating. And I have never felt this good on any other, consuming any other foods um, in really any variety. And uh, I, I see myself really trying to help others heal in any way I can, even if it's just sharing my story um, or chatting with them. And I just, I don't want anyone else to go through what, what I had to go through if they can prevent it. Um, and I would just love to share this story and share, uh, share your story and everything that you represent and just really bring people together around this uh, because healing is possible and it is happening. I'm proof of it, you're proof of it, and countless other people. Um, so in 10 years, inspire somebody, look great, feel great, and uh, just be going strong. Just be, <laughs> just be. Just be, that's right. Just and be, enjoy the ride. Enjoy the ride. Have fun, be happy with everything around you, even if it's something that bad happens in your life, you know, just accept it for what it is. And uh, I think that was one of the key um, aspects that we talked about yeah. during your mental aspect and how to live your life in the simplest way possible, how not to complicate it, how not to get in the way uh, and how you can just live at peace with everything around you, uh, even with your mindset and your mind. Uh, always telling you not to do that, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, how how do you overcome that and, and how do you become aware of, of your thoughts and, and what do you do about it, so I think we've worked really hard on that aspect and we'll continue to work hard because you're not going anywhere, uh, you know, we've become really good friends, uh, me and Jake and, you know, we're going to keep in touch and, you know, he's probably going to come down to New Zealand one day and, uh, yep. you know, come and see me and likewise when I come to US and, uh, it's been an awesome journey. I think, um, you know, if if I can help other people like I am at this point, like I think it's just amazing because there's so much truth to what we do, and and you're seeing it uh, right now, and and you're feeling it, um, and you've felt it for such a long time as well. It's been quite a while now since you've really um, cemented this uh, way of life too, isn't it? And and you're not just this is not just something that it lasts for two or three months. You know, you've been doing this for a while and, and you now get it. You get it and you are doing it and you are seeing every little benefit, every little inch of your body is, is you know, showing you the, the beautiful plant foods because you're putting in the fuel that really supports your body's functions. And I think that's really important. So I think just to finish, what advice would you give to anyone else out there that is watching this video? Yeah, uh easy healing is possible whoever's watching this video right now you can heal yourself and you can do it with the right support um, it'll likely be a little harder than you uh, expect but it is possible and that um, also anyone watching this video if you believe anything it's that you're stronger than you think you are and you're more powerful than you expect um, and that, that goes for your body, your mind, how much you can influence others, how much you can influence the world around you. Uh, you you're way more powerful than you think. 
and uh, that can come out. You can you can share that with yourself and the people in your circle. It's uh, it is possible, and high carb health saved my colon and my life. Absolutely, man. I'm so so happy for you, and. Man, it's been an amazing journey uh, to be with you for such a long time, for six months, and really take you through this process of healing and and seeing you grow as a person has been absolutely fantastic. And um, you know, I wish you all the best. It's been thank you, or oh, thank you so much for sharing your your story as well, because someone else might relate. And uh, you know, it's been it's been amazing. And and thank you so much. And um, we'll hopefully see each other in person. Uh, it's always been online, and thank the internet for this, obviously, but yep. uh, it's going to be awesome when we see each other in person and uh, give you a great big hug, mate, and see that you know you do have a colon, you don't need to go through surgery, and that you have taken control of your health, and that you are free of UC, and now you have a life after colitis, Jake, so well done, yes. <laughs> and uh, you know we'll definitely keep in touch, and uh, we'll hear from you soon. For sure. Absolutely. You changed my life, man. I'll never stop thanking you for it. All right. Take care, buddy. All right. Take care. We'll see you real soon. 